Good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome to the Sisterhood of the Uncomfortable Pants. Welcome to another week, another episode. Woo! Pod Monday. It's the best day. It is. It really is. Tonight? Okay. So, well, actually, we're recording at night, but good morning to you guys if you listen, like, when this is launched. But this is a very big deal because Patricia and I have not drank together for probably almost two years. Like, I don't even know the last time you and I have had a drink together. Okay, the last time we had a drink together was my last drink before getting pregnant, like, ever. Oh, so my gosh, was, yeah, we had margaritas, right? We had margaritas. And technically, I was, yes. like, pregnant. We just didn't know it yet. Like, it was, like, the first, like, it was literally we were like a, a week, week into contraception. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 you didn't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's been a minute, so I'm very happy. We both have a glass of wine right now. Yeah. I've Cheers. got a Riesling tonight, not my usual Sauvignon Blanc. What do you got? Um, I don't know because we went out to dinner and Chris shared a bottle of wine with our friend, but they didn't finish it. So we like corked it for the way home. And I was like, I'm stealing a small glass of this when we get home because I just fed the babe and like Chris is putting him down to sleep and now he like won't eat for four hours so I can have a nice glass. But, um, Chianti, I think a Chianti. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Love it's that good. for you. I'm not Thank a you. red wine person, but I mean, more power to you. Right, you're not. But Mm-mm. even with like a steak, you'd have like a white wine? Oh, always. Yeah. Mm, I think Chris has turned me into a red wine. I used to be like only white, but now I really prefer a red or a rosé. No. I I cannot find a red wine that I like. So I'm not the type of person where, like, I can switch my wine based off my food. It's like, no, like, this is the wine that I enjoy, and I'm just going to stick to it. Mm. And it's kind of, like, not really worth you buying a bunch of red wines to try them. No. Like, you probably just have to sip at others, you know? Like, let me see if I'd like that. But you don't even do that. You, like, know you like white wine, and that's that. Exactly. And even, like, when I've gone to, like, wineries and done wine tastings, I'll drink Mm -hmm. the red wine then, but usually I've had too much to drink. Then I'm like, oh, yeah, this is good, but, like... I don't actually like it. It's just because I've had too much to drink that I just don't. But do you say, oh, no. yeah, this is good, and then act, and then buy it? And then you're like, oh, get no. home, and you're like, no, 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 what did I do? Okay, so you don't make that mistake. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> no, I, I'm smart enough to know don't actually buy this. But in the moment, I'm like, oh, okay. This this will do. <laughs> okay, so you're not that drunk. Yeah, no. Anyway, Patricia, what's up? What's new with you? How's your week going? My week is going good. I actually have a follow-up from our last episode where we talked about, like, friendships and making friends, right? Recording that inspired me to text the neighbor who was also a swimmer in her younger years, right? And and said, um, do you want to do laps at the pool before you go to work on Friday? And she said, would love to. And we did laps together in the morning. So, and she's a little newer to the neighborhood and everything. So, and she even said thanks for reaching out. She was like, we got to do this more. So... Wow. I the podcast episode inspired me to do that. So yeah, that's my like follow-up this week. But otherwise my week is going good. We've got a friend in town um who just bought a house down the street from us. So like super excited. She's gonna be close. Um yeah. yeah. But doing doing it. It's just like one more hand to help out, like while dinner's being made or like so I can shower or work out, like those sort of things. Yeah. It's like almost every house should have three three pairs of hands for a kid. Well, I mean, I was going to say, <laughs> technically, he is the third pair of hands, but... <laughs> mm, he's just really not count. 
quite competent enough yet. But yeah. And one day he'll be really helpful. And he'll want to help you with everything. Yes. But also follow up from the last episode or maybe two episodes ago, you asked if I'd started learning the dance for the wedding I have in July. Yeah. I have half of it memorized. Already? That's so fast. Well, the bride and another bridesmaid were in town over the weekend. And so we started learning together, which I think helped. And then she also decided to nix one of the songs because it seemed very intricate movements. So we're down to four little song clips instead of five. But um, yeah, I've got two of them down. Wow. Proud of myself. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. There's also an additional follow-up that we need to talk about here. Oh, yeah. What? Patricia started looking into king-size beds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But (laughs) I haven't purchased them. So if – well, this is going to come out too late, but, like, Wayfair is having a a great Memorial Day sale. And Mm -hmm. so I started looking into them. But so, you know, if anybody has a wrought iron king-size bed that's black that they love, just, like, send us the link for it because everyone that I'm seeing – It'll have like 4.5 stars or something, but then a lot of the reviews are like, oh, the middle posts have like caved in or something because Mm -hmm. it's, I guess it just looks more like a delicate bed when you like look at it. It doesn't have like big structural spots. Yeah. And people even went on to the fact that they like put their weight in the reviews being like, this broke and like me and my husband weigh X and X and like, you know, that's crazy. I'm like, why are people throwing their weight out in these reviews? But, yeah, so I haven't pulled the plug. I'm just somebody who, like, dives deep into reviews, and I don't feel like I've found yeah. one that I feel confident in yet. But, you know, progress. Honestly, when you sent me a link, I was like, she's taking this serious. Like, we who are is she? a year ahead of where I thought we were going to be in this process. But then, of course, you sent me that, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to need to buy new bedroom sets I need to buy new furniture I was like now's the time that I need to start looking at this stuff so of course I picked one bedroom set that's like $200 off this like Wayfair sale right now so I'm like game on I'm buying this bed I just need to actually buy it I can't decide if that's going to be the king size bed in one of the bedrooms or a queen size bed so I just got to decide but while we're talking about this okay I need to send you a text do you have your phone yeah also but like I can't believe you didn't send me the link and two as a guest I have the option of a king size bed you're going to put me in the queen, let's be honest. You before said I was in the basement, well, so. It's, see, see, upgrade to a queen. Come on. It, no, so <laughs> the way my renovations are happening now, the current master is going to have a king. Okay, and you're making, like, the patio the master, right? Yes, yeah. But I don't know if that edition, I highly doubt that edition is going to be ready for Thanksgiving, but this is a mock-up of one of the bedrooms that I did. Okay, wait, wait, wait. This is, like, one, the wallpaper was a wallpaper pretty similar to what we were looking at for the nursery. Two, I was looking at the same light fixture for the nursery, and this is a rod iron bed. So this is, like, <laughs> my household inspo. Like, this room was no, made for not. me and my husband. <laughs> I have a brother yes. upstairs. I already have this these tables. I'm just taking my tables from my living room, putting them in the bedroom in the future. And then, yes, I thought you had this light as inspo. I love this light. I think it's very cute. Yeah, it's from um, World Market, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then that dresser is like literally the color of all the wood in my home. So, mm, well, it's, it's actually it's darker. That's that's the color of the wood in my home. It's like a dark walnut color. This room. I am not stealing your style by any means. No, I'm not saying you're stealing my style because there are like this little bench piece 
I love it. It's cute for you. Like, it would not go in my home. (laughs) But I'm saying, like, color-wise, I think our styles overlap a little bit. But we also have, like, very different overall aesthetics. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I'm shocked you weren't like, wow, this is very bold. This is a pop of color. You asked for my Q&A, and I was like, ah, no pop of color. And then I was like, as I found this wallpaper, I was like, this is amazing, and I need it. Is this the same wallpaper company? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I love this. This is, like, pretty similar to what we were going to do in the nursery, but a little more muted, like, not as teal-y and blue. Yeah, I love it love 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 i'm very excited i'm doing more like bold design choices in this house which i'm like very excited for so like that wallpaper is going to be the whole room like it's not going to be one wall it's going to be the whole room so it's going to be like an experience is this this is like kind of i feel like you're getting a little inspired by like chris loves julia that instagram account i get these vibes it's like Catherine manning mixed with chris loves julia especially if you do the whole wall yes yeah she's a little bit I don't know how to describe her style. Mine might be a little bit more modern where she includes like a little bit more antique mm-hmm. kind of vibe Like traditional. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Traditional is a good word for it. So I'm adding a little bit more modern mid-century. Like I love that kind of like look too. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah. If anybody like loves kind of like wallpapery, bold color house designs, Chris Loves Julia is a phenomenal Instagram to follow. And just, mm-hmm. you know, fun fact, we have the same hairdresser. <laughs> You know, <laughs> toot your own horn. <laughs> yeah, we have the. How is that tuning my own horn? <laughs> it just like sounds like I go to the same place a celebrity goes. Like that's that's what oh, it sounds yes. like. Yes. Well, I told. Well, my neighbor was the one who told me about this Chris loves Julia Instagram account, and then I looked it up, and then like literally they tagged my hairdresser, and then I told my neighbor we had the hair same hairdresser, and then I was like, wait, they probably just think I pay way too much to get my hair done now. But she's worth Dude, it. Why? She's phenomenal. Oh, I was like, why are you thinking about like what other people think about you and how much you pay for your hairdresser? Mm, true. Exactly. Fine. Anyway, how are you, anyway. Catherine? Besides like designing this guest room that is made for me, um, how are you? Um, I'm good. That's really like what I spent my day doing today because I'm at the point where demo is starting this weekend. Like things will be demoed and work is actually beginning. So I'm like, oh, shoot, I need Mm -hmm. to start designing things because if I don't have a plan, like I already know what I want the hardwood to look like. That's easy. But when it comes to like the kitchen, even figuring out like countertops, because like I love the look of dark gray countertops like with some Mm -hmm. like veining in it I'm like oh this is very cool but then every inspo photo I see I'm like wait I don't actually like this so it's like I need to go in with a plan when I pick out my slab because otherwise I'm just gonna be like this is really cool and then I'm not gonna be able to match things together so I was creating like mood boards today for different rooms just trying to figure out okay the bathroom what is this gonna look like what do I want the flooring the tile for the shower all of it so that's been my life yeah well that's fun though like I'm expecting hopefully you send me more of like these pics mm-hmm. especially for the kitchen I just love like a brand new kitchen obviously yeah but, hold on wait um, let me um this is obviously not what it's going to look like but this is a little bit of my inspiration okay. with I just sent you a photo by the way and um, yeah, yeah I got it the island I'm going to have the cabinets that dark Wood. walnut and to then match like, like everything else that white I like love cabinets everywhere else 
that's what I'm thinking. And that's why I think I'm going to do like a lighter marble look. I'm not actually going to choose marble as the material. But Are you going to yeah. do like no backsplash or some marble up the back like this is too? Mm-hmm. Are yeah. you going to get a pot filler above your stove? I have to talk to dad about that, but I wasn't planning on it because then you got to like run water over there. And I'm sure to dad it's like easy, but I'm like, it's a do boss I move, need though. that? Yes, I do. For Thanksgiving, please. I did find a pot filler that I liked. <laughs> so it's on the so Instagram. I don't know. Okay. I love <laughs> yes. this. So love we'll this. see. Um, and this is just, to me, it's a little different because you've got these dark browns. Like that's a little bit of a newer color coming into your style. Mm-hmm. No, where's their dark, dark brown in your home? In like my furniture, my shelves, my desk. Oh, uh, I don't know. I feel like that just doesn't stand out to me when I come to your home. Oh gosh, I'm just adding it as more permanent like features to it. Yeah. Well, it's like you're also not in my bedroom where everything is that dark wood color. Are you kidding me? Every time I'm at your house, I have to come get Atticus out of your bedroom every night. <laughs> True. I'm ready to take that back. <laughs> but yes, I'm not spending a significant amount of time but in your still. <laughs> yeah. That's, okay, fair. That's the inspo. Because especially like the vaulted ceiling, the beams, the beams, like in between the beams are going to be white and then the beams are going to be brown. So like I want that dark brown to be cohesive all throughout the design. It's going to be very yeah. cool. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm excited. I feel like we could honestly do a whole podcast episode of just like Q&A about your house. I know you already like asked people questions, but I've got so many yeah. too. I probably should just obviously watch your Q&A then and I'll answer some. But I'm excited. So you flagged furniture. Are you, you're going to start ordering it with some of these sales. You're going to hit 4th of July sales though too before you move in as well. Mm-hmm. So it'll be nice. Yeah, I think the only, like, major sale I see is the one bed that I want that I, like, sent to you. Like, I have two different beds picked out, um, but that one bed is on major sale. So I think I'm going to snag that one now because might as well, and then it's just going to, like, sit in my garage. How are the reviews for it? Similar to you with, like, the center bar but like it's Mm -hmm. gonna be a spare bed to me so I'm like not that big of a deal but even the bed I bought upstairs had the same reviews it's just when you have that thin like iron look it's not obviously as thick and as sturdy so it happens but I know that's what's my dilemma but this see this is gonna be the reason I don't buy a king size bed this year because of that Mm mm-hmm rating reviews you know, they don't make them. Like back in the day, Patricia and I had matching twin size beds that were the iron look that they were mm-hmm. sturdy as heck because they were like thick and nice quality. I'm curious what our parents paid for those like way back in the day. But those were quality beds that lasted yeah. us years. Mom, dad, just please text us where you bought those. We'll take that referral, please. <laughs> um, but... I mean, I had that bed up until we moved into this house. Like, it was still a spare bed in our guest room, just like a twin. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it lasted 26 years. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, I didn't have it as a baby. But yeah, that's... It was the only beds we had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poof. Okay, well, these wafer beds cannot stand up. 
well it's wayfair like what do you expect it's not like you're going to like a top brand with high quality stuff i feel like we've talked enough about furniture are you ready to move on to like the topic of today furniture wasn't the topic yeah I mean, we could go on forever. <laughs> I'm sure people click around this are like, oh my God, can you get to the point? This is just... They've already like clicked out of the episode. We've heard enough. We get lessons. it enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. like, oh my gosh, this is all Catherine's content recently. I can't deal. Just kidding. Everyone's been so nice and is very excited for this whole journey. So I'm very grateful for my audience. Let's actually Good. first hype you guys up, the listeners. You guys have been the nicest, sweetest people in the world. Comments on Instagram. Patricia responds to them, but I read them and I like heart them. You guys are just, like, so nice. Yes. It's been so fun. It's been so fun for me to, like, reply to people and, like, yeah. I don't know. I've also enjoyed, like, creating the content. I know that was, like, your grateful last week of just, like, us being creative together again. It's just been funny for me. Yeah. It's been good. Yeah. 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 We also have to give a shout out to, is it Cyprus? Yes, Cyprus. Yes. We are ranking in Cyprus. Yeah, number three for what? Self-improvement, I think. But then I was looking at our Maybe. stats um, and less than 1% of our listeners are from Cyprus. But whoever is showing up, you know thank what? you. <laughs> We're still ranking. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's actually get to the topic of today. So today we want to talk about love a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and really like the idea behind this is you accept the love you think you deserve. And funny enough, I was just, just watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians where Chloe was going through the experience where Jordan and Tristan had like joined together and cheated on Chloe. And watching that, I was like, wow, this is like so relevant to our topic today. So Patricia, my question to you mm-hmm. is, do you feel like at any point in your life you accepted the love that at the time you thought you deserved, whether it was from, like, friends, like we talked about last week, maybe, like, family mm. members, maybe, like, an actual love. Like, do you ever think you were in a not healthy situation, in a sense? I think I put myself in a situation where I was more so seeking, like, approval more than, like, and I guess that kind of came with like love from a family member of just wanting to be wanted by them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, like when we broke down where we thought we would be, I think I'd, ex- I had truly accepted by like 16 that I was just going to be like 30 and single. And that's because like someone very close to me had said like, no one's ever going to love you like you're annoying like that sort of like people don't enjoy being around you like that's the synopsis of the conversation and so I was just like cool I enjoy being around me and like I had totally accepted that and so I think I was not actively seeking love from others for a large portion of my life because it was like I'm I'm cool with me and like that's where I see mm-hmm. my life headed and then yeah so but I think the the same person that had that conversation with me is the same person I think for many years I just wanted to be wanted by and I I did not feel that for a very long Mm -hmm. time yeah yeah that's tough so how did you end up getting yourself to a point of then 
like falling in love with Chris, you know, getting to the point where you're like, oh, wait, you know, like, I really like you and I want to do this thing. Like, how did you break through that like past trauma of what that person said to you to like move forward and have the love you have now? I mean, I think so Chris and I had mutual friends freshman year. I wouldn't even say we were really friends. Like we didn't talk a lot freshman year. Um, We started to become friends sophomore year and we did not start. We were not the label of boyfriend, girlfriend till senior year. I would say what you could call us is like college dating, which you don't really date. Like go out on dates when you're college dating, right? I don't know the the nice way to put that, right? (laughs) Till like second half of junior year. Um, but I think both of us had kind of acknowledged by the first half of junior year that there were some feelings there and we were just, uh, we were honestly like really, really good friends. Um, I I mean, Mm -hmm. he would come just like sit with the swim team at dinner if he didn't know, like, not that he didn't know anyone else in the calf, but like if he would walk in without somebody and be like, oh, there's Trish and her friends, like he would come sit with me um so we were really good friends and then that kind of summer we just still really kept in touch and I think that's where like feelings started to happen a little bit and we acknowledged that but I think the pivotal point for me was um we had our championship swim meet which is typically like middle of February end of February time period and we were really good friends we were Mm -hmm. I'm gonna like air quote what college dating is um and (laughs) It was that weekend, and I ne- I didn't even hear like not even like a good luck type of type of text or or sort of thing. And you like he knew it was my championship meet, big deal, right? Yeah. So I was just kind of really disappointed in him as a friend, even also in the fact that like we're a little more than friends right now. And so I was actually really hurt by that, and I. I think for it, this is when I started to become comfortable with conversations with him too, the, like my feelings being hurt. Now, when I say mm-hmm. I was comfortable with it, I was not exactly sober the first conversation we had about this either. Um, but you got to start somewhere. Liquid and so courage. I just, wrote, it was death. It wasn't even liquid courage. It was, I had walked into a party and he was dancing with somebody else and we were not exclusive. Like that is totally whatever and I just was like I I just don't want to be here I'm gonna go somewhere else so I like walked out and then my friends who also had liquid courage went up and talked to him and then he was like what is going on and then he found me and I was like I don't I just don't want to talk to you right now like I just want to go have fun you know I did not drink I would never drink awesome season so I didn't drink awesome season I just want to go out with my friends I just want to have fun but he was like there's something clearly wrong and I was like yeah because here's the thing we're more than friends right now there's some feelings involved and I just feel like you weren't even a friend to me this weekend like you didn't say good luck you didn't even ask how it went like I haven't even really talked to you since Mm -hmm. then I don't know what's going on and so he was actually like let let's leave like I want to act like I care enough about you that I want to go like talk this through I don't want to just brush this off and be like we'll talk tomorrow so that was like a really good start I think of our communication outside of being friends like being more than friends of like if you're upset about something don't let it fester because I can't read your mind yeah there's so many times where I think people say like fine and okay and they want somebody to like poke them and I know my husband's not going to do that because we've had those conversations I know if I'm upset 
I need to just say like my feelings were hurt here and even if he like thinks it's silly he is he knows to like respect like my feelings are still valid feelings whether Mm -hmm. they feel big or small to him so I think that pushes in the right direction where I was like okay I I I already trusted him because we were friends before we started to have feelings but then I felt like my feelings were really respected in where we were too so that was a big deal for me into thinking like okay I can see this being more than that because honestly when we got together senior year I was still pretty guarded of like look I have a job down in DC you don't have a job yet like we're probably gonna break up at graduation like I totally went into our relationship with that mindset Mm -hmm. he knows that so he's gonna listen to this and be like but (laughs) but I mean I I really credit him for showing me the love that I deserve too Mm -hmm. I was really guarded like I don't think there was anyone else in college that I was ever even close to dating. Like, there was nobody that I was letting as close as I let him to myself. But then he really took, didn't take that lightly. And, you know, he also wasn't willing to get into a relationship unless he knew it was something, like, serious. Like, he wasn't about to just, like, go on a couple dates and start dating. I mean, we knew each other for years and we were friends for years. And then we were more than more than friends for like eight months and then we started dating like we would call each other boyfriend girlfriend so um yeah yeah I think it I'm glad we took the time to do that because there was a couple uncomfortable conversations like the one about him not even texting me good luck (laughs) like that sounds so silly now like saying it back but to me like you know that meant a lot to me then so that's what really showed me I deserve to be respected and my feelings deserve to be respected. Um, and mm-hmm. and he's he's always done that. There's been times where I know he thinks like there's things I'm upset about or silly or like don't make sense to him. But like we at least talk it out together and it's not. I don't believe like in the term like we fight hard, but we love harder. I think if you say something oh, in a yeah. fight, you truly mean it. And you can't take those words back. Mm-hmm. And he believes the same thing. So we are yep. very respectful when we disagree with each other. There, are, uh, There's nothing like slanderous <laughs> like that, that that's ever said. Just because we we both know you can't unhear those things and you can't take them back. Like once they're spoken, they're spoken. Um, and I think that really helps. So I, does that answer your question? I feel like I kind of went off topic. Yeah, no, but I loved all of it. It was it was very great okay. and insightful, and I'm learning a lot here. I'm like, wow, I was probably there at that championship meet. You were there. Well, and it, that was it your, didn't... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was junior year, so you were a freshman. Mm-hmm. It definitely didn't affect my performance, like, it, but it was kind of like after the fact, like, I was able to compartmentalize it definitely, but it was just kind of like, look, we're good friends, and he would come to my swim meets because... Swim, like the yeah. calf on fr- Saturdays did not open till 11 a.m. And like swim meet started at like 9 or 10. So if he was up, he knew mom would be at a home meet and he would just like go chill and talk to our mom and like hang out like before we were dating. So to me, it was like, you don't have to come sit through this championship meet. I am not asking that. But like you have yeah. shown up at other times. Like, you know, this is important. But in his defense, mm-hmm. for anyone who's like really bitter about it, when he would have 
football games because he was an athlete too he did not like to talk to anybody or communicate anybody like he liked to get into the headspace and get into the zone undisturbed and so that was his mindset i'm not going to disturb her she's going to perform and i'm not going to distract from that Mm -hmm. and so i learned that was his mindset and that's where he was coming from it's not that he didn't like he he genuinely cared it wasn't like he was just like whatever but um yeah so yeah, that's like a good thing like within relationships in general, friendships, romantic relationships, whatever, like instead of being mad at someone for being like, oh, why didn't you text me? Like whatever, like ask them, hey, why didn't you do this? Like and explain to them your feelings because your feelings are valid. Mm-hmm. But like you were raised totally different than someone else was raised. They went through a different trauma than what you went through. So like the way we act with each other is so totally different. So it's like mm-hmm. him doing that was just because that's what works best for him and that's what he was going off of like and once you communicate and it's like hey I would have really appreciated that I'm sure in the future did he text you good luck yeah but then like the next year we were dating so he had to like he came to my championship meet he made up for it he traveled to be there but still he put in the effort he He put in the effort change like a hundred percent I also thinking back to your true question of like getting to the point of a love you think you deserve and like where I am with Chris Mm -hmm. I only dated one other person before Chris I dated them in high school and I think by the I don't even know I I couldn't tell you how long that relationship lasted now it was less than a year (laughs) that that sounds to be mean but like no it was less than a year but like I don't remember if it was like seven months or nine months that sort of thing yeah I think by the end of it, I had let it go on too long of myself being disinterested or like no longer being in it. Um, and that wasn't fair to that other person. I just think I, I was mm-hmm. breaking up with somebody is really hard. Um, I think I tried to do it and then it was like, oh, but I'm going to hurt their feelings. Right? Like it wasn't easy to do it and... I think because I let it go on too long, it was like, I don't want to be in a relationship that I'm not having fun in or it feels like, I don't want to say it was forced. It just, that person was still my friend, but it wasn't what it once was. Like, I think in a relationship, you go through like a honeymoon phase for the first six months and then you start to like really know Mm -hmm. a person. And we were at the point where I was like, okay, that honeymoon phase was over. I don't think that honeymoon phase for Chris and I has ever stopped. And it's been nine years nine years wow so I think like to me that's like we are still actively trying to make sure we are excited in our relationship and we have fun together and we're still we're married but we're still dating and like those sort of things and I I think that first relationship where that totally fizzled out for me if if that would have happened here I think I would have recognized it but it it hasn't happened and I we both actively make the effort for that too it is not one-sided Okay, so if I can ask you a question, how do you guys keep that, like, honeymoon phase going? Because, like, you've shared that you guys are, like, truly best friends. Like, how have you Mm -hmm. guys worked to this day to build the best relationship possible for you two? That's a really good question. Um, I know. So, like I said, like, we we still date. Like, we've always recognized when we, you know, we like to make dinner at home and spend quality time together but we we recognize when it's time to like go get dressed up and go out just the two of us like get cute 
go have fun, have a drink, like that sort of thing. That's been really good. I would say we do that at least once a month at a minimum. And it might not even be like getting dressed up and getting cute. It could be like, let's spend the time going for a hike together, like whatever it is, but that quality time. Mm -hmm. When we're not going out, we making dinner and having dinner is pretty sacred in our house. We both disconnect from work to make dinner together, to have dinner together. There are no cell phones. Like when we make dinner, music is on and we are dancing in the kitchen together. Like it is very much our time to be together because both of us for years, work was a top priority, but that had to be like our relationship had to be a priority too. So we've always Mm -hmm. set that time aside. And there's, there's been weeks where it's not, we're not able to do that. There's been times where like I get home at 11 o'clock at night from work and we don't do that, but it is 99% of the time that we prioritize that specific time together. And I think having that sacred time is good. And I know I'm new at this. I'm only two months in with the little one, but we've had a couple instances where people have been in town and, you know, shoot us out of our own house. Like, you know, go on a date night. You're not always going to have this. And both times that's happened, we've made a point to not talk about our son. I love him to death, but like, we talk about him all day long. So when we were out, you know, we didn't mention him. And I think that's healthy for parents too. When you go on a date, like make sure you have things still in common and you're excited about other than your kids. Um, Yeah. So I think making intentional time for each other. um, We both independently like different TV things, but we try to watch things together too. Like we have shows together, but we have things apart. So I think... Part of also having a really healthy, strong relationship is also having really healthy, strong independence. I don't spend, mm-hmm. you know, multiple nights a week independently, like elsewhere. But there are things I do with my friends, or I have girls trips, things like that too. That helps you. I, I think being independent and having that sense of self makes you not feel lost in a relationship too. Yeah. Something else you didn't note that I think is healthy for your relationship. I mean, you can speak on this, but like you guys set goals together. Like you have a vision Mm -hmm. for your future together. Yeah. And yeah, you may have separate goals. Like he's got a separate goal with his business and you got a separate goal with your own career path that you want to go on. But like you guys are very much so creating a life together. It's not like, here's what I want to do. Whatever you want to do, screw it. Like we're going to, like you guys are very much so a team in life. And it's, it's very nice because when we get together new years, it's the three of us or it's been the three of us mm-hmm. and it's just like nice that we're all on this journey together like Chris could be a part of this podcast and would be yeah. very insightful with his information but like I think it's also a good mark of a healthy relationship to like be on a growing journey together or at least like want to go the same direction in your future yeah and so to that point Chris and I set separate goals we actually put them on the same sheet like I doodle it up and we kind of divide it out and we'll go through all that once in an episode but um we set separate goals but we both respect each other's goals right like we we check in on Mm -hmm. each other like how are we supporting you like is this where you're still headed that sort of thing so even if you're setting goals and you're not sharing them with your spouse i i think that helps with an accountability It, it helps know we're both headed in the same direction to your point um 
yeah and we don't have the same goals like there's times where he's like this is a the you've been there like he said this is a priority for me and i'm like that's not a priority for me this year <laughs> like that's in my three-year goals that sort of thing yeah. so that happens yeah. for sure but we're like you said we're headed in the same direction and yeah that's been healthy for us and we haven't always done that mm-hmm. i think we started it 2016 it, we started it the year we moved bought and in, moved into our first house so no can't be 2016 2017 yeah mm-hmm. You said this in the first episode, maybe the second one, and, like, Chris and I were listening to it, and he was like, dude, the pressure when Catherine said our relationship is goals, and I was like, but oh, no, no we're... pressure, no pressure. No pressure, because I was like, we've always just been ourselves, and I don't know if you remember this, we did a positivity circle camping, like, four years ago, yes. and both you and Buddy said because so the positivity circle was like everybody went around and said like a nice thing about everybody um both you and buddy both said something about our relationship and how much you admired it and really i don't remember that yes and so that's really stuck with chris and i just of like we feel like our relationship is truly genuine if like my siblings both like admire our relationship and the respect we have for each other so yeah yeah i also just think like it's a good testament to a relationship when like it's the three of us. I'm third wheel in here, but I never <laughs> feel like it. Like, we're all just, like, a good group of friends. It's not, like, it, for, I mean, we didn't grow up with, like, a lot of PDA. I mean, our parents are, like, divorced, so it's not, like, something we grew up around. But, like, yeah. even then, like, you guys will hold hands. You will rarely mm-hmm. kiss. But it's not like you're, like, all over each other and I feel like a total outsider, like I'm just crashing your party. It's like, no, we're all friends. We all play games together. We beat you at Scrabble and you get very mad. And, like, we just have a fun time, and I I love that about it. And I never, ever want to put the pressure on you guys to, like, and especially <laughs> you, like, if you're, like, oh, my gosh, I'm having problems, and I don't feel like I can come to Catherine because I'm, like, this idol for her. Like, no, that's not it at all. Yeah, it's just, no. like, I, I respect both of you so equally. Like, it's just. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I think the you don't feel like a third wheel because it like rotates like you and Chris will be on the same side versus like you and I will be on the same side or Chris Mm -hmm. like it definitely rotates and like maybe who's in that third wheel seat potentially, (laughs) (laughs) you know, we're talking about Batman and Patricia's in the third wheel. (laughs) I mean, I can talk to you guys about it, but I probably just like I'm not like I I am interested in comics for the sake of it is something my husband enjoys and so I know (laughs) he loves when I can ask like thought-provoking questions about it and I 100% will do that for him because I love him so I think I'm we're we're in different places in our relationship status for sure you are single you are a divorce a right and we've yeah i don't even know why you had to preface that with technically but you are because, a divorcee like, here's my thing i don't consider myself a divorcee because i never should have been married in the first place so like i never had like a traditional wedding i just i don't i should have never been married so it's like technically yes i am divorced but like i just don't okay well you can't discredit courthouse weddings because those even no, though I'm they're not. not traditional, they're they're legitimate. So I you, mm-hmm. you that statement though, no. of like I should have never been married, opens up exactly what we're here to talk about. Like, why did you marry somebody okay. then you should never have? Is that your question? Yeah, that's my opening question. I'm coming in swinging. 
Oh, man. Um, because I thought that was the love I deserved. Simply put, I'm going to start crying in this episode. Fair warning. You brought up, like, the positivity circle, and I was like, I'm going down. <laughs> I'm going down. So end of the positivity <laughs> circle, both – well, all – three of us as siblings were crying because we're sympathy oh, yeah. criers like if the other sibling cries like we cannot not cry and i think you started and then buddy went and i was done so anyway <laughs> it, was, it was ruined no that mm-hmm. positivity circle i mean we had just had like a tough conversation with our dad and i can talk about this now because like we've got such a good relationship but at the time he looked at me and he was like we just don't have a relationship anymore And I was going through so much like personal development stuff and I had a lot of resentment towards him at the time. And I was just in the thick of it, that like camping trip that we had. Like, and I didn't even talk about it with you guys, but like I was just like Mm -hmm. so mentally not in a good place that we did the positivity circle. And like at the end of it, like we had to go around and every single person, what we were grateful for, for like one thing, each person, like whatever. And I did everyone. And then at the end, I did myself. No one else did that. But like, I had to do it because I was like, I I was just like in not a good headspace. But back to your question, why did I <laughs> marry someone? Um, Longer story there. Let me go on a total tangent. Like Patricia kind of went on a tangent. So in high school, I had my boyfriend for three years and... I know I was like, oh, high school love, whatever. Like, I loved him really, really hard. Mm-hmm. I did. And when we split, it obviously messed me up in ways that I didn't address. Like, I lost all that weight, like we've talked about. And I ended up throwing myself into another relationship kind of to fill that void. And I thought that, like, I was doing fine. In my mind, I was like, oh, I'm doing better than him. Like, I'm in a relationship, whatever. You know, I was like 18 and just not in it with personal development and like mental health and like really like addressing deep down problems type of thing and my relationship was like so good the first few years like we were just like the best of friends we had so much fun together like it was freaking great but as soon as we graduated it just like really went downhill and I think it kind of like got to the point where I was like you know what this is so crazy because I was only like 20 some, but I like really thought I was like, you know what? I've had the love of my life and this is what I'm going to settle for because like I messed that up. That was my choice. I let him go and this is, I guess, as good as it's going to get. Like that's it. And I just, I stuck it out. I was like determined. I was like, no, like I'll make this work no matter what. I'll make this work because starting over has to be worse because like I just thought, I don't know. I think in my head I was like, oh, I already screwed it up. So this is what I deserve. Like I messed it up. So this is this is what I get, which is not you get- a healthy mindset. And I've been working through that. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of said like I get the second rate love because I threw away yeah. what I think is the best up, which is just wild to me. And knowing you and your high school ex, like you two – you were very much in love right but that relationship long term when we think about when we talked we talked about like chris and i setting goals and we're headed in the same direction if you and him would have sat down goals you were headed in total different directions so no matter how much you love somebody if you want different things out of life it's not gonna work it's always gonna come to that in my eyes like maybe it will but 
unless somebody changes and you can't change anyone you truly if you were in a relationship thinking you can change that person i'm telling you right now you can't but yeah it's interesting too you thought well i'm doing better than him because i'm in another relationship Just because you're in a relationship does not mean, and you know this oh, yeah. now, but it does not mean mm-hmm. you're better off than someone. You would have been better mm-hmm. off single for two years, potentially. Oh, for sure. And that's how I feel now. I'm like, I'm so much happier now just being single in a relationship with myself. And even the other day, I told Patricia about this comment that I got. I got a comment on my YouTube video that was like, does anyone know why she's single? She seems so nice and so sweet. And I responded back and I was like, I'm single out of my own choice because I don't want to date. I'm focusing on myself Mm -hmm. this year. Like, it's not a, oh, she's so nice. She's so sweet. She should be in a relationship. Like, that's not what it is. It's just like, I'm at the point now where when I left that relationship, I was like, I need to be so happy on my own that I will never, ever settle again. Because I stayed in that relationship, one, because I, I, I thought that's what I deserved. But two, I was so freaking afraid of being alone. And mm-hmm. I just never want to go through that again. Like, I'm at the point now where it's like, okay, if I'm single until I'm 60, I'll be happy. But Fancy won't be here, so I'll be really sad. But, like, I, She's I know immortal. I'll still be happy at the end of the day. True. I look at her all the time and I'm like, you're never leaving me, right? Like, you're never. Immortal. (laughs) Immortal. Never. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so. Thinking about fancy leaving. No, no, no. She's not leaving. But I mean, that takes. I think a lot of people in their 20s are in your position. It's, I've invested so much time into this relationship. I might as well see it through. Mm -hmm. And. If I remember this correctly, the tipping point of I truly need to get out of this marriage for you was Chris asking, what if this happens or what if we're having the same conversation and you have kids? Like, isn't it better to get out now? Yeah. So he he had told me that he cheated on me. And in Alabama, I get asked this question a lot because I like mentioned the point of like, oh, we couldn't get divorced. So we decided to go to a courthouse, get married because our wedding got canceled because of COVID. There was a ton of family drama. So we told absolutely no one because we just didn't want to deal with it. So we decided to get married. 24 days later, he told me that he had cheated on me. I kicked him out of the house and immediately I started searching. I was like, how to get a divorce? Because my first thought, like, I am very much so in the mindset of like, you cheat on me. Like, that's it. Like, I'm so sorry that trust cannot Mm -hmm. be rebuilt. Like, that's, that's it for me. But since in Alabama, the laws are you have to live in Alabama for six months before you can get a divorce. And we had just moved. (laughs) So we couldn't legally get a divorce. And I was like, you know what? I guess this is a sign from the universe, which I sometimes overstretch thinking that. Um, And I stayed in that relationship longer than I should have. And he did multiple things. And this one thing was pretty extreme of like going behind my back and doing something that he knew that I didn't approve of that just like really went against just like what we had conversations around and yeah I was talking to you and Chris about it and Chris was like okay if he did something like this when you had kids like what if he took your kid and like didn't tell you like you made a decision with your about your kid together and he did this like how would you feel and it was just like there's there's no way like I couldn't I couldn't raise kids with that man like there's there's absolutely no way and that was one of the times when Chris was like so valuable to me because I 
had only told you and Chris. And even then, like I waited, I waited about a week after I found out because I was like, let me process, let me think on my own. I don't want any external thoughts in this. And this is something that like, Mm -hmm. I love you do, Patricia. Like you never tell me the crap that's going on with you and Chris. Like you don't tell me like, oh, this recent argument, Chris was whatever. Like you never do that. And I, I love that so much because I really think like a relationship is between you and that person. And if you need to talk to someone, talk to like a therapist or something. But like, Mm-hmm. You almost don't want to take your family's views on that person. It's not it's not healthy. But anyways, at that time, I was just like so confused. I was working through my own thoughts and I was like, I need to tell Patricia and Chris because I just got to tell somebody. And Chris was so helpful because he just gave me like the tough love, realistic, just like punch in the gut that I needed <laughs> with some things of like, oh, shoot, if I open my eyes, like, no, I couldn't raise kids with this man. And like what the heck is the point of even moving forward in this relationship because I know I want to have kids like it's Mm -hmm. just it's never it's never going to happen yeah you bring up a great point though of like complaining about your significant other your boyfriend girlfriend spouse whoever that is to other people yeah I think that's huge when you constantly go to somebody else to like take your side or I don't even want to say bash but like just like gossip about your own relationship or something Mm -hmm. it really belittles your significant other in the eyes of of other people and and that was a vow I made on our wedding day is like I promise to always speak to you and about you with respect and honesty. I, I just, yeah. unless I'm hangry, that came after it, but <laughs> unless I'm hangry, but, and, and it's so true. And I do think if I had, if I wanted your perspective, because I just like totally felt like I was wrong in Chris and I couldn't come to an agreement on it, I do know I could go to you and you know, yeah. you can always come to Chris and I, if there's something, but there is. And there was a time before this that you came to us, but we truly felt like you were letting us into what is going on in your life and you needed us. We would continue to show up for you and that person the same way we always had, even though we knew Mm -hmm. some things that were going on that was personal because, you know, at the end of the day, if that's a relationship that makes you happy, like we weren't going to ruin that for you. But I think you really let others change your relationship when you let them come in, you bring them in as a third person in your argument or your disagreement or something. Cause it should just yeah. be between two people. It's a, a third person should never be in there unless it's your therapist. Yes. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. So you stayed in that relationship truly just because you thought you'd lost the love of your life. yes yeah I really when I separated from my ex and I drove cross-country it was amazing to me how all of my thoughts it had been eight years since I was in a relationship with my high school boyfriend all of my thoughts were about him and it was just like it was so eye-opening me to me to like truly realize that I really had like a seven and a half year rebound which is so crazy. But like during that time, I never, ever processed what happened with this other person. I never worked through it. And I stayed in that relationship. And it it was just like, it was crazy. And that's why I think it was, it was easy for me to move on from my last relationship. 
in terms of like him as a person, like falling out of love with him type of thing, that was very easy for me because I still had feelings for someone that I hadn't been in a relationship with for eight years, which is Mm -hmm. a very, very long time. And the way I'm like thinking about it now is like, I don't, I don't know him. (laughs) He doesn't know me. Like I've changed so much over that time. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I'm not, I'm not necessarily in love with him. And that's what I had to like come to terms with. It's like, it's not that I was in love with him. I was in love with the idea of the relationship that we had because my last relationship wasn't that relationship. It wasn't open and fun and I could just be myself and whatever. Like it contained a lot of judgment, a lot of negative talk and just not a lot of support really. Mm-hmm. Um, the main thing I had to I'm going to quote unquote, like move on from with my most recent relationship is really the way that he was treated and why I accepted that. And that's like why I wanted to talk about this because even watching Keeping Up With The Kardashians today, like seeing Chloe, like her first relationship featured on the show, Lamar, she was cheated on in that relationship and he did terrible, awful things to her. And then she moved into a relationship with Tristan and he did terrible, awful things to her. And she stayed in that relationship for so long. And obviously I'll never freaking know what's going on in her head. But like, I feel that of like, Oh, you just accept the love you deserve and to move forward. Okay. Catherine starts dating again. Fun time. Right. So I start dating and I start seeing this one guy and I haven't told Patricia this, <laughs> but the very first thing he said to me, like when I told him what I do, he like made fun of my career. And I was so used to that because my ex like told me all the time that like my career wasn't real, that I don't deserve to be making the money I'm making, like whatever else. So when this guy like made fun of my career saying like vloggers are ridiculous and funny, I was like, ah, oh, whatever, it's normal. Until I had to like wake up and I was like, wait a second, <laughs> excuse you? Like, and it, I was like, what the heck? No, this guy six months later tried to hit me back up. And I was like, dude, no, never going to happen. Not a chance in heck. And then moved on from him, started seeing this other guy. And the way this other guy treated me was night and day. Like it was how my high school boyfriend treated me. And I was like, oh my gosh, wait, men like this do still exist. I was like, it just like opened my eyes to like, wow, thank you for teaching me. This is the love that I deserve. Even though, like, we never got to the phase of love and nothing really happened there. But, like, still, <laughs> he was such a good guy. And, like, I just appreciate him for the two weeks we were in each other's lives. Because, like, he was just, like, he opened my eyes to, like, oh, my gosh. You know, I shouldn't put up with people being, like, your your job isn't real. That just bothers me so much because I truly think... I, I truly think as a woman, men are telling you that because they're insecure in the idea that you might make more money than them. And that still exists today. There are still men who are insecure in the idea oh, yeah. that a woman would make more money than them. And so therefore, they're going to belittle your career. But then you don't, if you do that to me, you don't get to benefit from this money in my eyes. Like there is no, <laughs> there is nothing that like should make you insecure about that. If you're both headed in the same direction together, it shouldn't bother you. And if it does, yeah. you need to go figure out why it does. Because mm-hmm. it, the, it, a woman's value is allowed to be on paper in a paycheck greater than yours. That there's like, just, oh man, I'm, I'm like, I'm <laughs> like hot and sweaty. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm glad you went through, I'm glad you went through that because 
you now see like you you had those experiences close enough together to be like wait 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 I, I don't have to take that from like that is now yeah. a sign from somebody as soon as you, they ask you what you do but I remember a time too this is probably because of your relationship too you would just tell people you were in marketing you wouldn't oh, yeah. even tell people like I mm-hmm. I'm like my sister's a YouTuber like here's her link check her out dad. like what <laughs> yeah i'm i have literally emailed people at work your youtube channel because they're like oh my 12 year old (laughs) wants to be a youtuber like what does that even mean i'm like here here's how for them to start a youtube channel here's how to like look at analytics i'm not kidding i mean there are people that their kids really like this is the career they want and they're like i don't Mm -hmm. understand it and i was like no legitimately like my sister is it is a career it is a career and like it's obviously different than different generations, like what they think a career is, but that doesn't mean it's not a career. Yeah. Yeah. Even now, like I realize I'm still working on the fact of like, not that I'm dating right now, but even when I was like meeting people in a bar, like a few months ago, whatever, I would tell people like what I did, but then I was like, don't look me up. I was like, don't look me up because I don't want people to be tainted or like have different feelings for me because they can just search my name and realize like, oh, she's been cheated on or, oh, she drives this car. This is where she lives. She just bought a house, like all this stuff. Like, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it comes so much from my past relationship and even our stepmom. Okay. The very first date I went on, I parked far away. Why? Because I thought that my car was going to be intimidating. So I was like, let me park far away so they don't see my car. And I told our stepmom this and she was like, Catherine, His issues, meaning my ex's issues, are not your issues. And that has stayed Mm -hmm. with me because, like, for so long, like, nearing the end of our relationship, my income had far surpassed his. And it was very emasculating to him. And, like, it shouldn't have been by any means. But, like, he associated money to power. And once I had more money, he felt like he was powerless in the relationship. And... I just like then went into the dating world of like, oh, this is bad that I make this much money. Like, oh, I should hide this. Like, and then later on, I'll tell them. But it's like, what the hell? (laughs) Literally, like, I just like, I don't want to go into the dating world with that mindset. Like, I want to go into the dating world with like, this is who I am. This is my life. Like, I own this house. I'm renovating this house. This is the car I drive. This is how much money I'm making. Look me up. Like, don't be creepy when you look me up. But like, still, it's. It's just interesting how much I have to rework my mindset because I was so accustomed to the way that I was treated for over seven years of my past relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think if you are like me and you enjoy a nice Netflix documentary, um, this work you're doing is so important too because now that you are at this level, there are people who are going to try to take advantage of you mm-hmm. because of your money as well of like, okay, Catherine, wire me $50,000. Like, oh my gosh, no, never. No, no. Watch, watch Bad Vegan. Um, like, and you're just gonna be like, no, why? Mm-mm. I mean, even if my husband asked me to wire him $50,000, I'd be like, here's <laughs> what? five. What, what, what do you need? <laughs> like, do you need a haircut? Like, I'm confused. How much do his haircuts cost? <laughs> not $50,000. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you need a haircut? <laughs> but like, so confused but I just think like this is so important as you're growing your career too because you started the conversation of like even like friends family and love 
you're not going to accept less than in all of those aspects. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to accept less than in a friendship either because you don't deserve somebody who makes fun of your career as a friend. You don't deserve yeah. someone in our family who would make fun of your career. You know, where do they go on your dartboard? They're off it because you don't respect me. And I think the the core of all of those relationships is respect. Preach. Say it again for the people on the back. <laughs> R-E-S-P-E-C-T. <laughs> Find out what it means to me. Yeah. We should have wine more often. I think it's bringing out the best of us. I really, I agree. I mean, now we're slowly going to get to the point where we're going to have to do like these like nightly recordings. So mm-hmm. wine more often. Even though I feel like wine brings out more tears in me. So I don't, although that's what your goal is. So don't, we should actually not. Hi. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see when you edit this if it's like truly better or not. But we did, there was a comment on Instagram for the cry count. So it is two for Catherine, one for me. And this person said there's one out there in the audience at least. So. Oh, there's one in the audience? Okay. Yeah, Yeah. they said we're all one, one, one by the last episode they'd heard. So. Sorry, I ticked it up. Unless someone else cried with me while I was crying today, Um, then Mm -hmm. we could be two, one. Patricia didn't cry. It's a shame. Next time yeah maybe next time there is something i i do want to circle back to to just admire your strength for people because we we walked through the timeline of like you had this critical conversation and then you were driving cross country all of this stuff critical conversation with chris and in the smack dab middle of that was my wedding and so and you were my maid of honor like i'm pretty sure you I had to tell family the week of our wedding just because he wasn't going to be there, your ex. Mm -hmm. You showed up for our wedding phenomenally. And then we're driving cross country and processing all of these feelings too. I just admire the strength you had to do that because I just, I don't know how you kept it together. But maybe because you said it was easy to fall out of love with him. You could. It definitely, it wasn't easy having to see all the family immediately after. Mm -hmm. Because, like, seeing, like, grandma, seeing the aunts and uncles, I didn't tell them what happened. So I was, like, I was just there alone, not wearing an engagement ring, because at the time everyone just thought I was engaged and not actually married. (laughs) Um, That wasn't easy, because, like, especially, like, I only told, I called mom and dad, I told you, I didn't tell Christopher until I landed, like, until mm-hmm. you, you, the four of you were in the car. It was Patricia, Chris, Christopher, and our sister-in-law were in the car. And they were like, how are we all going to fit in here? And you guys were just like, uh, well, my ex isn't coming. So then, like, we got home, had some drinks, and spilled my guts to them. So I told them, and then I told our stepbrother, and even at the wedding, like, there were hurtful things that happened at the wedding that made the wedding really hard for me. And it wasn't anything on you. It was other family members. And it was just, it was very, very hard. But it wasn't, it wasn't easy. Like, I was so happy to be there and to spend time with you and Chris. And, like, I'm so grateful for your one friend because the whole night 
I was just with your one friend and she was drunk. <laughs> she was so drunk, but she clung to me. Patricia even tried to like peel me away. It was like, I really need to go to the bathroom. And she was like, I'm coming with you. <laughs> it was just yep. like the three of us went to the bathroom. But like I had so much fun with her and it was so nice to like have a person and not feel alone. And like this was like a weird situation for me to be in. And no, I had a I had a fun time at your wedding. I was definitely off. I look back at your wedding photos and I was like, wow, I was so, I was so going through it. Like I can see it in my face and I'm like, wow, you were just like not there mentally. And it sucks that like I have those memories of your wedding, but it was a fun wedding. <laughs> I see. Beautiful. That's crazy because I just feel like you showed up phenomenally for everything you were going through. So, oh. you know, kudos to you because like could not have asked for a better maid of honor at all. Oh, thank you. And you're, I don't know how you got through your wedding speech. Like, oh, gosh. Okay, that's going to make me cry. So we have to get off that topic. Yeah, no, I, I wrote that. I think I wrote that literally like the week of. So I was like going through everything too. And like writing it, I cried. And I like practiced reading it out loud. And I like cried every time. And I was like, you got to get it out now. Because when you're up there, you can't just be like <laughs> barely mumbling through the words. <laughs> Come on, son. I love you guys so much. <laughs> No, it was yeah. a fun time, though. Even though I never saw your wedding cake until the wedding photos, I had no idea what it looked like until the photos. Did you eat some of the wedding cake? No. Uh, you know what? No. Out. Pass. I did when we got back to the, like, cottage. I did. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, it was delicious. What? Yeah. 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 But not, like, at the reception. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm... I'm sorry for everything you had to go through to get to this point, right? I We've had different traumatic experiences at different points in life to put us both mm -hmm. in the place where now we are no longer willing to accept a love we don't deserve, right? We have yeah. higher standards for that love from now and forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think it takes a lot of work. Like, you decided when you were young, like, I'm just going to be single and enjoy my life and do all that and now I'm at the point where it's like okay I'm gonna be single I'm gonna enjoy my life and do this hard work it's it's definitely it's not easy I did see something the other day on Instagram though you know always see things on Instagram that was like being alone is easy relationships take work but I think at the same time being alone is not easy that does take work and then once you're at a point where it's like okay now I know what I deserve okay I know what I want in a relationship and I can accept a healthy and happy relationship then obviously relationships do take work but I think I think it would have been really easy for me to just fall back into a relationship where I wasn't totally happy I think that would have been very easy for me because I'm very much so a relationship person one from one right in the next but I like actively sought out being single during this time and I'm so glad I did and it was like funny when I saw that comment the other day of like does anyone know why she's not in a relationship like it's because it's my choice I don't have to be in a relationship and I'm happy not being in a relationship. Thank you. Well, I do think you are dating yourself and it's totally mm -hmm. fine because it's not easy to be alone and happy and just like content with your life. Like it's easy to be alone and not all of those things. So you are, I mean, I love that you said like once a month you're going to go on dates with yourself and now you yeah. love eating out by yourself. Like oh, I've it. always like, just loved when I could like skip away from work and like have a lunch by myself and just like be alone with your thoughts. And I actually just love 
like emptying my mind and just like Mm -hmm. the silence of it that sort of thing or going to the movies alone like those sort of things like there's nothing wrong with dating yourself and having you time and like self-care all of those things yeah yeah I agree I I've always been one where I've been like really good being alone like I'm good with my thoughts I enjoy my own company I have a good freaking time by myself but like going on a date like going out to dinner by myself for some reason felt like so intimidating and it was one of my things this year to build confidence I was like once a month I got to put myself in a situation where I feel uncomfortable on a date so I'm at the point where like I need to take myself on like bigger dates and I'm not sure that it like am I gonna go mini golfing by myself I might I don't know I gotta like figure out different ways to put myself outside my comfort zone because now I actually enjoy eating alone at a restaurant so I'm like okay Mm -hmm. what's the next level to this you're gonna we're gonna see you like bowling by yourself in a bowling alley (laughs) like I've thought about it (laughs) but in my mind like then you win every game exactly I'd I'd get better at bowling Mm, you need to find oh this would be fun you need to find like a local like scrabble night and go play like scrabble 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 patricia scrabble yeah (laughs) i I love the idea i feel like you are aging me a bit here but i mean i do enjoy a good game of scrabble so one you're gonna meet people too you gotta walk in alone true I, I just don't think there's, like, a a puzzle night. I think you're more likely going to find a Scrabble. At least there's... I didn't say bingo. You know, one and the same, the Scrabble and bingo. <laughs> I love the idea, though. I love the support. <laughs> I'm here for you. I can't go with you because you're supposed to be solo dolo, but, you know, I can come up with ideas. Ooh, or even, this is fun, they do that they have these by me. Mm that one you wouldn't do um a couple of ideas here they have okay you know those it's like macrame or something like those things where the plants hang from oh uh-huh, okay uh-huh. they have like they do those workshops where you can like make your own that sort of thing so you could do one of those like workshops where you make your own you could make some like wood art for your house they have those workshops like that oh true that would be they fun. have those hanging plant things i was gonna say they do like wine and cheese board workshops but dairy free not up your alley but well, those, they do those things, like wine and fun. paint ones you know painting them. yes i could do that see look well, at I'm all these ideas yeah wow you got a you got a good brain on you over there i try I, these are the things i come up with happy hours for my work so i'm just gonna start sending them to you <laughs> i love it I love it. Well, they also do, around me, they do, like, summer concert series. So, like, a lot of the different areas have, like, little mini concerts in, like, the park amphitheaters. You could go to one of those by yourself. That's what I thought of um, taking myself to a concert. I really wanted to see Luke Combs. I'm, like, obsessed with him recently. I just, like, mm. love his mm-hmm. music. Um, but he's, like, nowhere in the area. And, sadly, he's coming to Atlanta the one weekend I have a wedding, like, the day of a wedding. So, I was, like, wow, mm. shoot. Because I was, like, that would have been, like, a fun getaway and like concert it would have been cool but i feel like a concert solo would be so much fun because you could just sing and dance and like let Uh it out and be like yo i'm never gonna see y'all again like that was great oh heck yeah yeah that would be amazing that's gonna be like one of mine i gotta do it i just gotta like find someone that i really want to see because otherwise i'm like what's the point in because i do love concerts like concerts are a lot of fun 
I think you mentioned like Billie Eilish. Was that one? Yeah, she no. already came to the area. Oh, dang. Yeah. And you didn't go? Sadly. No, ticket prices were like insane. Mm. So I was like, eh, I'll pass. That's my fear about Taylor Swift. We're never going to see her again because we just can't afford it. Plus, like, her tickets, like, go, like, out of, like, they're sold out in, like, a second. And then people resell them for a ridiculous price. And it's just. When you have to, like, do all of these things to get in first, it's insane. But, you know, I've seen her twice in my life. Worth it. Yeah. Worth it. Also, I really feel like we got a deal on Ariana Grande when we saw her. Oh that my was gosh, just we like, so did. Yeah, like. I feel like even then she was like popped off, so it's not like she was like small then either. Like she was still. I know, but it was. Cause what, what was that? Was that her sweetener tour? And we mm-hmm. got some of Thank You Next, didn't we? We got like a little bit of both. Yeah, cause she dropped it before. Yeah. 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 Hmm. That was good. Anyways, okay, let's wrap this up. Patricia, what you grateful for yeah. today? I'm grateful we had a wine and pod night. This was one fun for me to have a glass of wine, two for us to have a drink together here virtually. It's just so nice. It is nice. Is that it? What are you going? Yeah, oh, okay. I, I didn't really think in advance, <laughs> and now I'm like, ooh. <laughs> but, I didn't yeah. know if you were going to keep going there, so I didn't want to cut you off. <laughs> no, I'm I'm truly truly grateful for that, Catherine. What are you grateful for? No, I am grateful too. We haven't had a drink in a while. We really want to do a podcast in person where we have some wine and just like chat in person. So one day that will happen. Hopefully here soon. Um, I am grateful that I got a lot of house designing stuff done today. That's like a stress off my shoulders, feeling very good about that. Um, And just grateful for like a really nice chill day at home. It was supposed to like pour rain all day today and it didn't, which really surprised me. So that was like kind of nice that it wasn't like too, too ugly outside and Fancy could enjoy some weather and I'm just very grateful for Fancy's cuteness. She was twitching most of this episode, like sound asleep, just like fully twitching. It was very, very cute. But Well, ever since we announced we were quad co-hosts, Atticus has not shown up for the job. So is he serious? I mean, he might be fired soon if he keeps this up. I just, it's you know, disappointing. he found out that he wasn't getting paid and he was like, what's the point? Well, if we all had that attitude, Atticus, <laughs> no episodes would go live. <laughs> Okay. Patricia does want to raise for all of her good social media work, so maybe one day. I mean, you just keep praising it. I just got to throw it out there. It's so good. I love it so much. It's so good. I just like to tease you about it. Oh, man. No, even just like the captions. Like, I every time something goes live, I'm like, what what is this going to say? What is this going to be? Like, I'm like, this is just so good. Well, I always like, okay. I'm, I'm going to let you all into my Monday morning caption nonsense. It always turns out that, like, I forget it's Monday because I'm still on maternity leave. Mm. And the days of the week go. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm scrolling through Instagram while I'm feeding the babe first thing in the morning. And I'm like, oh, there's an episode about to go live in, like, an hour and a half or something, which means I should post, which means... And we, I normally brainstorm what I'm going to post. Like, I, I give you a heads up a little bit on the yeah. content. But then I'm like, what am I going to say? And 
I don't think we need anything as deep as your Instagram captions. I'm not no. shading them. I think they're phenomenal. But I just, you know, I like to keep it fun, like to keep it relevant. And mm-hmm. that's just, yeah, it's my jam. It's, it's, it's off the seat of my pants most times. We love that. Those uncomfortable pants over there. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who um, get comments replied to at 2 a.m., I truly sometimes save comments for to keep me up while I'm feeding him. So don't be alarmed. Wow. So the next time you guys go to leave a comment, just be like, hey, Patricia, hope feeding's going well. Hope you're having a great night. <laughs> yes. That is truly when, like, especially on, like, when a post goes live, most of those comments get replied to 2 a.m. that night. Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a steaming plate of fajitas. Yeah. Okay, Everybody's looking out for me. Yep. What's coming next? <laughs> What's coming next? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I think we've talked long enough, so let's wrap this up. Patricia, do you want to do our outro for us? Sure. Thank you guys for joining. So happy you could be with with us this morning hopefully you enjoyed the conversation about you know accepting the love you think you deserve rate comment subscribe like follow us on instagram if you want to see this wonderful content we were just talking about uncomfortable pants podcast and we'll see you next week have a great one okay bye bye